episode 47, the one with the magical morning routine. Welcome to Truly Madly Smiley with your host, Lisa, the Smiley Coach. Lisa wrote this podcast because she wants you to grow up knowing you are not alone. She wants to help you feel confident from the inside out and know how truly madly amazing you are. This podcast is powered by unicorns and rainbow sparkles. The only show where children can soak up positivity, confidence, love, and encouragement whenever they need it. Are you ready to get your happy on? Let's go! Hello, it's Smiley here. How are you doing? Welcome, lovely wild heart, to another episode of the Truly Madly Smiley podcast. It's great to have you back. How are you doing? How are you? At the moment, I'm in the UK recording this on my bed. It's June. Uh, So if you're listening in real time or if you're listening in the future, this is still going to help you. So stay with me. I've just had a really nice ice pop. They are the new best thing. I love them. I'm in love with ice pops. I've been having one every day after my dinner. I was sitting on the sofa actually and thinking, this is a bit like sucking your thumb. Maybe that's why it's comforting. Any of you suck your thumb still? I'm not criticising you or um, making you feel bad because... I know a lot of children, um, you know, when you're really relaxed, you know, twiddle with your hair, suck your thumb, cuddle your teddy. It's what we do, isn't it, when we're when we're snuggling in for the after a long day. And it's just nice to relax, isn't it? It's nice to relax and feel safe and comfortable. So before we get into today's episode, I've got some um, housekeeping to do, some announcements to make. You may have noticed if you have been listening to me on a podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify that there may be some episodes missing. Have you noticed that? (laughs) If you're new here, you won't, you won't know that, but you'll see that not all the numbers are there. So what we've done is we've created a membership so you can become part of the Truly Madly Smiley podcast and you buy what's called a backstage pass and that gives you access to all the other episodes. So I have not done an episode which has been free since episode 43. So 44, 45, 46. So there's been three episodes that I've done that are backstage. They're behind a place that you need to pay to get to. Does that make sense? Now, the reason I've done that is because we've got so many listeners and I want to start doing more regular episodes. But obviously that costs me money and it takes me more time and I need people to help me with that. I've got to come up with all these ideas for you. So we're going to charge £8.99 a month and you're going to get two exclusive member episodes and access to all of the episodes. And also I have done before some special bonus episodes and training. So I'll be chucking those in as well. And at the moment, we've got a summer sale on. The summer sale lasts until the 14th of June. So the summer sale is that you can buy three months subscription. So you can get access to everything backstage for three months and you get the printable journal for $29.99 and it's normally £42. It's a bargain, right? So if you want to get the sale, you need to go to smileyforlife.com forward slash boredom. I made it to stop you guys from getting bored for the summer. So 
I'll put the link to the sale in the show notes, but please check it out. It's only on until the 14th of June. I'm not going to do an offer again on the podcast. I'm doing it if you want to try to try it and see what it's like. But I'm also doing it for my loyal listeners who've been with me over the last two years. I want to give them a special deal. Okay, so that's that's my gift to you, a summer sale. And also to stop you from feeling like you're going cray cray with all this lockdown behavior. What is going on? So I don't know what's going on in your part of the world, but here in the UK, we're slowly returning to, I can't call it normal because I don't think the world is going to be the same again. What do you think? So here we, we're allowed, this week we're allowed to meet up with more than one person, but with a two meter social distancing rule. So I've met up with my niece and my sister, which was really nice. But I think we've been like little hedgehogs. We've been coming out of hibernation, you know, like hedgehogs do in the winter. So we've been all safe in our homes, all tied, tucked away, you know, curled up in our little balls with our spikes out because, you know, we're trying to protect ourselves against the virus. And now we're being asked to, to sort of come out, stick our heads out back into the world again. And, you know, if you're feeling a bit unsure about that, don't be too hard on yourself because that wouldn't really surprise me at all. Some children are having to go back to school this week and they don't want to. They're worried about the virus. They're worried about the new rules that are going to be in place in the classroom. They're not going to be with all their friends. Uh, school's going to look very different for them. I think a lot of schools are probably going back so that children can say hello, goodbye to each other and draw a line under this school year which has been a bit of a write-off, to be honest, hasn't it? Let's be honest. But we've all gotten new skills, haven't we? Like I'm hearing that lots of us have been learning on Zoom, which is how I used to run the energy pod. So lots of people have made made use of the online learning, uh, been FaceTiming our friends, and we've been really creative in the ways that we've been able to connect with each other. So we've still had choices, but not as many choices. And When I feel stuck, I think that always helps me to remember what are my choices? I think we need to do a whole episode around choices, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But I've made some choices about what I'm not bringing into AC, which is after Corona, (laughs) from before Corona, BC. Um, And it's going to sound quite harsh, but there's going to be some relationships that I'm not taking with me to BC. Some people that I didn't miss that I thought I would. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? But I'm just being honest with myself. There were some people who I missed with all my heart, all my heart, and I couldn't wait to see them again. And I still can't touch them and hug them and hold them and stroke their hair and squidge them tight. But yeah, I, I and what what I realised was that in my Corona bubble, in my little bubble that I created for myself while this has all been going on, that it was peaceful and calm. Without these people, there was no drama. And I realised that actually I don't want drama llamas in my life. Now, we have talked about friends like that. We've done the episode, I think is episode, the one with the sikiki soup, the one with the fake friends, the one with the Chinese whispers, so people who gossip. There's loads of episodes on tricky friendships. And What I realised was, and I'm just going to quickly share this with you before I get into today's episode, is that sometimes we put up with other people's bad behaviour. Let's not make them bad. It's their behaviour that we don't like. Because we think that's being a good friend. We think, oh, 
you know, we've got to put up with it because we're their friend. And you know what? That's not true. We don't have to part with any of that. And again, it's a choice. It's about choices. We can choose a friendship. We can say this friendship's for me. This friendship's not for me. It's not horrible or mean to say to someone, I don't want to be your friend because we're not meant to be friends with everyone and everyone's not meant to be friends with us. I mean, can you imagine if you were friends with the whole world? I mean, God, you'd be on WhatsApp all day, wouldn't you? Sending text messages and your parties would be huge. <laughs> you'd be having a party with the whole world. So you can't be friends with everyone. It's not It's not meant to work like that. And actually, I think when you realise that and you have people that you really click with and they are your people and you get on well with them, you cherish them and love them even more because you realise having that connection with them is so, so special. So if you've been missing people while Corona, Corona has been going on, then, you know, I my wish for you is that we can all connect with those people that we love so much very soon. But I think... I think when life goes a bit wonky, it's really normal to feel uncertain. And I always say that to you, like, however you feel, it's not wrong. Don't make yourself wrong. Your feelings are your feelings. And we're human beings, not human doings. And we're made to feel stuff. So you can never have too many feelings. But I think when life is wonky, it's telling us that, oh, we're not used to this. This is new and it's different. And So let's just take a moment to check in with how we're feeling today. Do you remember how we do that? Right, that's it. You put your hand on your heart. So if you're a newcomer, we like to go inside, go within and check in with how we're feeling. Because often when there is lots of drama going on outside there in the world, we get caught up. It's like a tornado drama, isn't it? We get caught up in all the drama. So put your hand on your heart right now and close your eyes for me. And this is time to be honest with yourself. It's not about being the happiest, most joyful, excited little person in the room, although you can be that person if that's how you feel, but it's about being honest. So let's just put a hand on our heart and think about how wherever we're at with the coronavirus, how that's making us feel. So you might be feeling fed up. Just notice what what your body's trying to tell you, where it feels tense where it feels clenched. Just notice. You might feel angry. You might think, why is this happening to me? You might be sad. As I say, you might miss your friends. Because come on, as much as we moan about school and schoolwork, it's a massive part of our lives, isn't it? It's what we know. Hmm. So when we have all those things around us that we know that are familiar to us, That's what helps us to feel safe, which is why when everything's up in the air and we don't know what's going on, we can feel worried and scared. Perfectly normal reactions to change, to big change that's been forced upon us without much notice. It's kind of like when you're playing a really good game and you're having really good fun and then your mum shouts, dinner, and you're like, we're playing a good game. We don't want to be interrupted. And then you're forced to pack everything away or change everything and come out of the game and then move to the table and sit down and be in another energy state to eat your food. And some people, and I'm one of these people, we take time to go move from one thing to another. I'm going to talk more about that actually in today's episode, because I think if you are one of those people, you do need time to move from one thing to another and you need to be kind and gentle with yourself and you won't like to be rushed. So, When things are all up in the air and we don't know, 
we don't know what's coming next, do we? Right. And so what helps us when we don't know or when we're going through change is a routine. And that, my friends, is the name of today's episode, the one with the magical morning routine. A routine is actions that we do over and over again so we know what's coming next. And actually, some of our routines are so old that we do things without thinking. You know, have you ever like cleaned your teeth and then sort of stumbled into bed and then lay in bed and thought, did I clean my teeth? Because you you do it so often you can't remember that you've done it. <laughs> I do that. I have to admit, and parents, if you're listening, I sometimes do that when I'm driving, which is quite dangerous. Don't get in a car with me. But all joking aside, we do that. We 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 travel the same way in our cars every day and we kind of go into what I call autopilot where we come out of our bodies and we just we just know where we're going. We're just guided towards it, but we're not fully present and we're not thinking about what we're doing. And that obviously has that's has plus points, as in, you know, when we've got to do things that we don't really like doing. And I'm sure that cleaning our teeth and Washing our down belows and in-betweens is probably something that all of us want to do every day. So that can be a bit of a chore sometimes, can't it, when there's more fun things to do. But when you're driving, that can be dangerous. So, so right now, I think because we're going through this funny time, this wonky time, I think we can think about creating a new routine. It's good to have things that we do repeatedly every day every day and they create good feelings in us. Over time, they build up and we find them comforting like the ice pop, like a big blanket that you wrap around you to feel safe and secure and relaxed. Ah, that's nice, isn't it? That's how we want to feel. We don't want to be rushing around from thing to thing, not knowing where we're at and what's going on. It's drama, man. It's drama. We can also get caught up in doing the same things over and over again. And I call this being stuck in a rut and we're expecting something to change. So this reminds me of a friend of mine who had a baby and the baby, bless it, wasn't able to sleep for whatever reason. But my friend was doing the same thing every night with the baby. So it didn't change the bedtime routine at all. And the baby wasn't sleeping. And she was saying, well, I've winded the baby and I've fed the baby and I've changed the baby's nappy and I've tried a different sleeping bag. And But she was still doing the same series of actions and then waiting for the baby to change like it was going to miraculously fall asleep. But the lesson there is that nothing changes unless we do, right? And the baby wasn't sleeping because the routine wasn't giving the baby what it needed and it couldn't sleep nothing changed. And so the baby didn't sleep. Does, does that make sense? Right. And, you know, they say the definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over and over again and wishing or hoping for change. So I'll say that again. The definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over again and wishing for change. But the truth is, is that we have to make change happen. We have to do something different and we need to do the new thing for 30 days. So apparently science shows that 30 days gives our brain enough time to get used to that new routine when it starts to do it automatically, right? So 30 days is just one month really, isn't it? Do you, do you have everything you need to go to sleep at night? 
Do you know what you need and what helps you to settle and wind down? I've got a lovely bedtime pack that I'm going to pop in the show notes for you that helps you if you're stuck for ideas. It's got worry journaling sheets and guided visualizations and little videos from me to help you ground and center and calm your energy before bedtime. So I'll pop that in the show notes for you. But let's let's not get into bedtime because I want to talk about morning routines today. I think they're the trickiest routines. And I think the way we start our day sets the energy for the day ahead. So mornings are very important, aren't they? And we have actually done the bedtime one. I think it's episode 29, the one with the soothing sleep sounds. That's the one to listen to if you want to hear me talking about bedtime routines. Let's think about mornings now. I think that there are certain things that affect our morning routine that don't affect our evening routine. So stay with me on this one and see if you agree. The first one is time. Now, we don't have much of that in the mornings, so we have to make it easy on ourselves by doing as much as we possibly can the night before. So I like to lay out my clothes of what I'm going to wear. If you're old enough, you can do that for yourself. Mums, if you're listening, you don't do stuff like that for them. They need to learn to do it for themselves so they can take responsibility for their routine. And that will make them independent when they're older. And that will mean that you've got more time to take care of yourself. But if you do everything for them and they become overly dependent on you, (laughs) then you're going to get resentful with that game. And also they're not learning anything new. I don't know if mums are listening, but maybe they are. So now if we're slow in the mornings, we do need time. And like I've said, I do not like to be rushed. I want to move from each part of my routine on my own time frame. So I won't take too kindly to anyone that shouts at me or nags me or tries to rush me. In fact, that makes me worse. And I will get cranky um, because I need time and space to think about it. And I want to slowly ease into my day. And just thinking, going back to that point I was saying about mum's not doing everything for you. When you've got responsibility for your routine, you feel like you're more in control of it. And when you feel more in control of things, that makes you feel more powerful and stronger. So that's another reason why. So I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Sometimes, this is the truth, I find it hard to go from being in my PJs to getting in the shower. I dilly-dally about, I'm faffing, and and I'm putting it off. I'm putting it off. But I worked out this is because it's all leading to leaving the house. Now, of course, I can leave the house. I do it every day without thinking about it. But It makes sense, doesn't it? Because home is our safe space and leaving our safe space is hard. If you think about animals, let's go back to our hedgehogs, right? They hibernate and they create a safe space and they've got their they've got their spikes around them to protect them, haven't they? Rabbits in their in their um what are they called that where the rabbits live? Oh, the name's completely gone out of my head. Warren. They live in a warren. That's their safe space. So where they come out to go off into the forest to hunt for food, they've got to come out of their safe space, haven't they? Right. So we need to feel safe. I think as humans, that's one of the most important things that we feel safe before anything else. Well, 
safe, fed, watered, loved, right? Basic requirements. I'm going to tell you how to do that in a bit. I'm going to talk you through my morning routine of how I slowly move through things to get me out the door. But yeah, leaving the house is a hard one for me sometimes, if I'm really honest. Do you find it hard? Do you find it hard to leave your safe space? So I think we need to go slow. We need to choose how fast we go. But if we're going to go slow and we need more time, then we're going to have to get up earlier, right? And we do need to be focused because we need to stay on track with what needs to be done before we leave the house because there's certain things we need to do before we leave the house. We can't rock up to school with dog breath and our pyjamas on and bed hair without our school bags and snacks and water. And can you imagine a classroom full of children like that? Wow. It's not a good way to start the day. You know, we need to feel ready and prepared to face the day ahead. Oh, and here's another thing with the time thing. I like to be on time. I think I've talked about my friend who's really late before and I, and I, oh, it makes me, drives me insane. I know lots of mums and dads and children who worry about being late as well. And then when you're getting in a panic about being late, you get a bit yappy and you start repeating yourself and, you know, your energy gets really angsty and then that affects the energy of everyone in the house. But let's think about the consequences of being late because all our choices have consequences, right? All our choices and actions have consequences. So, you know, I hate it when people are late for me, but I know that sometimes life gets in the way, there's traffic, things happen and it can't be helped. Plans go wrong, life is wonky and life is messy sometimes. And if we can't accept that, then we're always fighting to get it right, aren't we? We're always fighting to be perfect. And it's like swimming against the tide, really. It makes life more stressful, really tiring. So if I feel like every morning I have to get up and get everything perfect, I'm not allowed to get it wrong. I'm not allowed to make mistakes. I'm not allowed to be late. I already feel stressed before the day has started. And in the great scheme of things, whilst being on time is polite and considerate, you know, our lateness might affect the rest of the class or the other people that we work with. We might miss out on important learning or message. The sky will not fall on our heads if we're late sometimes, will it? No. Okay. So that's the time thing. The other thing is our mood. Mood. What is our energy like when we wake up? Okay, I don't, I don't know about you. Maybe you just spring out of bed like a kangaroo in the morning. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But if we don't have much energy and we're not very chipper and joyful in the morning, that's okay. Some people are just not morning people. But we still let, have to let them find their own rhythm and their own way. And it's not fair to ask them to be something that they're not, especially when they've just open their eyes and they're half asleep. So I recommend that where possible, parents get up as early as they can, earlier than the um, the rest of the family so they can set the energy for the house for the day because they're the anchor of the family. And when they're feeling strong and anchored like a boat in the harbour, helps everyone else to stay in that energy state as well. But when they're non-anchored and bobbing around in the water and taken out by all the high winds at sea and all the little fishes swimming around them in chaos, it's just catching, isn't it? So yeah, 
I think our mood is important. Are you a are you a morning person or are you more of a night owl? Do you come alive at night? <laughs> Maybe you're a vampire. But yeah, that's the other thing is our stress response. So what do I mean about our stress response? Well, that's how we behave when we are put under pressure, when we're up against pressure. So time is a pressure, isn't it? So let's think about, um, it's a bit like when you squeeze an orange, what comes out of what comes out of an orange when you squeeze it is orange juice. <laughs> so what comes out of you when I squeeze you? When you're under pressure and I squeeze you, do I see kindness and love or do you do you show anger and worry and frustration? Think of all the times that you're under pressure, under time pressure, tests, playing a match, usually when you have to do something by a certain time. Some grown-ups actually, without even realising, can put us under pressure I mean, if you're a grown-up listening to this, think about when you were at school, what made you stressed and feel under pressure? But, you know, is there any need for pressure in the mornings? Because our stress response is that what comes out of you when you're uh, stressed, when you're under pressure, and how does that affect all the other people that you're with? I don't think there's any need to rush and make ourselves stressed. I don't think there needs to be any drama, any chaos. I think... You know, if if we're feeling like things are out of our control, then that can make us stress, can't it? But what are we in control of exactly? We're not in control of each other. We're just in control of ourselves, aren't we? So what I want us to do next is focus on some of the things that I do, and you can think about your morning routine, to set myself up for success. So I call this activating your inner smile and I've written a whole course on it and I'm going to pop a note to the course. It's called You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile. And there's five things that you can do every day in this course. Uh, Some of the things are here that I'm going to talk about now. But yeah, have a look at the course because it will give you ideas for creating a good morning routine. But um, yeah, the first one is when I when my alarm goes off, so I set the alarm on my phone probably a little bit earlier than I need to get up because, again, I don't want to be rushed. I want to take my time. And when I think about it, I'd rather have that 10 minutes to go slow than have 10 minutes extra sleep. And if you want 10 minutes extra sleep, go to bed 10 minutes earlier. That's another way of looking at it. <laughs> so I stretch. So no snoozing the phone. I flex my toes, I wiggle my fingers, I slowly open my eyes and um, I kind of just lie there and I don't jump out of bed. I just stretch and slowly, nice and slowly. And often if I'm in a dream state, so when you're in a lighter stage of sleep, when you sometimes wake up, you can still be in your dream or remember it. So sometimes I like to lie there and think about my dream as I get slowly get into my body. So if you can see yourself lying in your bed, As you slowly wake up, as your energy starts to, you know, like, I don't know, it's like turning on the engine of a car in the, when you, when you start the car in the morning, as that energy turns on, you slowly come into your body, you come out of this sleepy state. So take your time with it. Take your time. Smile. And then I normally go to the bathroom and go to the toilet. And then the next thing I do is get up and boil the kettle. And next to my kettle is a box of smiley thought cards. Well, actually, there's a couple of boxes of cards. So I've got some grown up versions of the smiley thought cards, but I also have those there. 
because while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, I will shuffle the cards. Now, starting to move my body around and do things is what helps me to wake up. So, um, and I'm doing a nice thing. I feel like I'm doing something nice. So I pull a card and that's exciting. So I think, oh, what card am I going to get today? What's my message going to be today? I wonder what today is going to be like. And then I get my my message for the day. So those of you that don't know, smiley thought cards are positive thought cards. There's 40 in a deck and they've got beautiful pictures on them. And you just pick one a day and you can carry it around with you in your bag all day. Or you can just say it to yourself three times in front of the mirror um, or you can leave it out somewhere you can see it. And it's just to feed your brain positive thoughts. Right. So that so so while I'm drinking my tea, I'll have a read of my card and then I will set my intention for the day. Okay. So my intention for the day and intention is the energy that I'm going to bring, the attitude that I'm going to bring to the day. How do I want my day to go? Right. So I always try, if I'm in a bit of a grumpy grump in the morning, to kind of remember what's good about my life and to think about how wonderful the day could be. Now, we've done a whole episode on, oh, is it the best day ever? The one where one where we plan out our perfect school day. So we have done something like this before. But the energy, the attitude the that you bring to the day will set the tone for the day. So if you are Mrs. Mr. or Mrs. Grumpy Pants, and you're allowed to be grumpy while you're waking up, but if you're all like, no, it's gone. No, I don't want any porridge. No, da, 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 da. No, I'm not cleaning my teeth. If you're all like that, how do you think your day is going to go? Yeah, it's going to be just like that, isn't it? Yeah. So try if you can. And again, it will take those 30 days of creating this new habit to bring this kind of, and that's why the cards help you. Smiley energy to your day. How do you want your day to be? Sometimes um, I've got a journal, an art journal. And those of you that are downloading the printable Truly Madly Smiley journal, you can do the same. I write down my goal for the day like how I want to feel, or I want to get a new customer today, or I want to speak to more, help more children, or I want to write two episodes of the podcast, or I give myself a goal for the day. I want to feel happy. I want to sort that problem out. I want to speak to that person. Yeah. I want to take 10 minutes out of my day to relax and make sure that I'm taking care of myself. So, Then I go about preparing my breakfast. So I don't have to leave the house every day because I work from home. But let's just pretend I do and that I'm like you. I make banana pancakes. So I mash up a banana, put some cinnamon on it, add an egg, add some coconut milk, add some gluten-free rice flour, mix it all up. And I fry up my little pancakes in coconut oil and I have strawberries and um, (laughs) caramel sauce on the top. Mm, That's like a yummy breakfast day. And while I'm making my breakfast, I will put high energy music on. And then that's probably when I start to have a little boogie in my (laughs) pyjamas. Or I will listen to a podcast. So if I feel like I, I, I need a bit more help, so that's a good time to listen to this. I will listen to one of my favourite podcasts, of which there are many, but they're all grown up boring ones. So you won't want to know about them. But there are some other great. Um, there's a yoga channel. 
oh, I, I can't remember the name of it. There is a yoga channel for kids. So, you know, there's lots of things. You don't have to listen to me in the morning. In fact, my voice might grate on your nerves in the morning. You might need to be a bit more awake to listen to me. Because <laughs> I have got a very high energy and I do talk very fast and I do talk a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So then I'll have my breakfast and I'll carry on listening to my podcast or the music. And then say I'm having to leave the house, put all my stuff in the dishwasher. And then the minute I shut the dishwasher, I'm almost like... Right, get in the shower. And I set myself a little game. So like I'll say, oh, you've got 10 minutes to have a shower. So I I put a time pressure on myself to make sure that I get in the shower. Does that make sense? Or if there's somewhere I've got to be, then obviously there is a time pressure there. But sometimes I'll put myself under that time pressure because otherwise I will faff around, faffity faff. And I will be in my pyjamas at like one o'clock still. I'll be like those children turning up to the classroom with bed hair and dog breath and pyjamas and saying to the teacher, morning, (sighs) and doing big yawns. But if I am leaving the house, the other thing that I do do is I protect my energy before I leave the house. Okay. So if you listen to last week's episode, the one with the curious, colourful quiz, which is all about your aura and your energy field, or you've read my book, it talks about how you can protect your energy. So I won't won't get into that today. So there's some things that I do to start my day off right. But honestly, if you can put time into starting your day off right and give yourself time and be organized and prepared, you will find that your attitude is positive and high vibe and the rest of your day goes a lot better. So it is all about what you need to face the day. So is there anything in there that you think might help you? And what do you need? So you might not need the same things as me, but you have to do what feels right for you, don't you? So as I said, if you feel like that's a lot to remember, I've got this little pack, which is about discovering your own inner smile with five things to do every day to help you feel good and happy. And if your smile comes from the inside and it's glowing out of you, you're not relying on other people or other things to make you happy. You're finding it inside of you. It's like a light that glows all the time that can't be put out by anyone, no matter what happens, no matter what people say or what people do. Best friend dumps you. No problemo. Didn't get the grades you want. No problemo. My light's still shining. Don't get picked for the football team. No problemo. Cooking goes wrong. Bleh, no problemo. Fall over and graze your knee. Lose your pencil case. The dog eats your homework. You've totally got this, but you've got it more if you've got this strong smile, this light that glows from the inside, your inner smile. But, you know, you really you really have got it, you know, and there's a there's a smiley thought card, isn't there? I can handle anything. That one, you know, that one. Because life is full of disappointments and curveballs. But when you have your inner smile, you can bounce back from them a lot quicker. So I'll put a link in the show notes for the inner smile pack because I think that might help some of you. But there's lots of ideas in here to help you as well, isn't there today? So I, I think we're done. That was, a, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? I love hanging out with you guys. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode. What will you remember the most and what will you do differently to help set yourself up for the day? If you want to get your hands on all the helpful stuff I've talked about in this episode, be sure to jump on over to the show notes. Where will you find them? 
smileyforlife.com forward slash TMS 47. T for truly, M for madly and S for smiley. And remember that sale is on until the 14th of June. So you can smileyforlife.com forward slash boredom. You'll get three months backstage pass, three months worth of backstage pass and the printable journal for $29.99 instead of £42. So you've got the whole summer to hang out with me, chill out, listen to the podcast and do all. There's 40 pages of drawing, uh, journaling prompts, questions. It's, It's brilliant. It's so much fun. And I'll be back really soon with another fabulous episode. So the next few episodes will be exclusive ones for the members who've got the backstage pass. And then there'll be another free one probably around August time. So keep your eye out for that. If you're subscribed on a podcast platform like Spotify, iTunes, one of the big podcast platforms, Alexa, Google, then you will get notifications when a new podcast episode goes live. Now, next week's episode is all about the power of words, the words we use to talk to each other, the way we speak to ourselves. And I've got a fun experiment and a game for us to play with words. Hmm. So before I go, I want to leave you with this thought. Morning is an important time of day. Because how you spend your morning can often tell you what kind of day you're going to have. The choice, lovely wild hearts, is all yours. Until next time, I'm sending you lots of smiliness. I'm your biggest cheerleader and I'm always, always on your team. See you soon. Bye bye for now. If you enjoyed that, please tell all.